Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Now, since we started the show, Sophie White has been my connection with the world of true crime, but she has a new assignment, Conspiracy Theories. And with this time of year, we can't miss an opportunity by talking about Christmas and conspiracy theories. Now, this one... We need to talk about the most hated man in Irish history, Oliver Cromwell, the to hell or Connacht fella, who once tried to ban Christmas. Is this true, Sophie? Well, so I'd always heard that, obviously, Oliver Cromwell, noted dose, um, had tried to ban Christmas, which we can all agree is very on brand for Oliver Cromwell. Um, now, in the course of my research, I found out that, like, we can't totally blame Cromwell as much as we'd really enjoy doing that. Um, it was more of the kind of uh, English Parliament as a whole, but we do know Cromwell somewhat supported the ban on Christmas. Um, so I think we can still partially blame him and that's always a fun Irish pastime yes. is blaming Cromwell for stuff. What, um, what do they think of Cromwell in, in the UK? It's very interesting. I think there's like a very different perception. Like I have seen one quote that described him as um, an English politician who is widely regarded as one of the most important statesmen in English history. And obviously he was a military officer as well. Obviously, here in Ireland, he's widely regarded as one of the worst land-thieving murderers in Irish history. So, uh, a couple of slightly different takes there, shall we say. Um, But as I said, Christmas, they did ban... um, for a stretch of time in the mid-1600s. And it, while it seems very Cromwellian to do something really um, really unpopular like that, he wasn't the ringleader. But he definitely supported it when the British Parliament voted on it. But why? Why put a stop to Christmas? I know, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> so basically, around Europe and England at the time in the 1600s, there was just this big kind of no-crack movement um, that was kind of puritanical and basically they all felt that Christmas was getting too rowdy and debauched and they were also, they kind of saw Christmas as a sort of a Catholic thing and a lot of the Protestants were a bit suspicious of the Catholic enthusiasm for celebrating Christmas. Okay. And Catholics at the time, as we know, largely hated, often prosecuted. Again, hello, thank you, Cromwell. Um, And so uh, the kind of Puritans, the kind of Protestant side of things, objected to celebrating Christmas because there was no mention of like turkey dinners and uh, stockings in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they just were like, no, can't justify this. Uh, It's not in scripture. And um, though I personally think they cannot be sure for definite that Christ's birth in the barn didn't descend into a bit of a sesh. I'm just saying. They can't be sure. If we're talking about facts. Um, But I digress. As I said, they pretty much said, look, Christmas has become too much of a drunken hoolie and uh, it's time to stamp it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, how how did people react to the ban then? Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> 
Less than enthused. So basically, in 1642, when we're talking about, they'd passed this bill where one day a month, um, everyone had to pray and repent and fast. So it was basically like on the last Wednesday of every month, it was just this like regular day of grimness. Okay. Although, I mean, this was passed by Parliament and the royal family. And I have to say, I cannot imagine King Charles fasting as all the plebs were on the old Day of Grimness, but however. Couple of years later, the Day of Grimness coincided with Christmas. And this was when Parliament were like, you know what? We should make Christmas an annual Grim Day and forget these celebrations. And so this did not go down well. No. So they passed the law that Christmas was to be for fasting and the opposite of fun. There were riots in Kent. People published lengthy diatribes arguing against this new draconian no Christmas law. And there was even a song. (laughs) She beans popping up all over the place. I can imagine. Also, after 10 years of the law being in place, it was pretty obvious that the ban wasn't even working at all. 10 years? Yeah, yeah. So like actual like members of parliament were complaining on Christmas about being kept up by the sounds of Christmas parties raging on um, right beside their lodgings. And so basically, because they didn't even really have a decent way of enforcing the ban, apart from just kind of being expressing disapproval, being a little disgruntled, um, they kind of just knew there was no real hope of it um, really being obeyed. Oh, the Christmas spirit. Exactly. It's all Christmas. Nature finds a way. Christmas finds a way. Always. 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 So Cromwell, he didn't really play a part, did he? No, I think we've actually tarred him with an unfair (laughs) uh, brush there. But he did not, he didn't fight it. No, absolutely (laughs) not. He's a part of the problem. But I have to say, in researching this ban on Christmas, I did uncover quite a gross fact. I don't know if people want me to ruin mince pies. During this festive season. I'm not a fan season. of them, so off, off you go. Oh, interesting. Yeah. May I ask why? I just, I, I, I'm, what is it? Oh. Is it's it a, a fr- it's a dried fruit. It's called mince. It's a delectable melange no. of dried fruit, spices, sugar. Yeah, a lot of sugar. Yeah. A lot of sugar. I mean, maybe if it's doused in custard, I'd give it a go. Mm, oh maybe. Oh yum. Um, yeah, no, as you said, uh, the name, a little bit off-putting to begin with, mince pies. And they did used to be made with meat. Okay. Yeah. But, do you know, I found out that they had a litany of even more disgusting names back in the day. So I'll go from least bad to most disgusting. Uh Okay, Christmas pie. That's not too bad. No. That's rant. Shred pie. It's confusing, but not maybe outright disgusting. And here's then mutton pie. It's not appetizing. Not at all. No, so they were savoury and then... Marks and Spencer's got a hold of them and then they were lovely. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah, they did try and uh, ban the uh, mince pie along with Christmas. Um, but yeah, no, it was a mixture of meat and fruits and spices at the beginning and then they slowly outmoded the meat and then uh, they just became the delectable um, pie we know and love today. And couldn't even get rid of the mince pie. No. 
couldn't get rid of the mince pie. Okay, so we need to stop blaming Cromwell for that. Yeah, just for that. Okay, we can still blame him for the other stuff. There's still. loads of other stuff. We're still allowed to have that. There's loads of other stuff we can tarnish him with and and talk about him and bitch and moan about him, uh, but not Christmas. That was really not him. That wasn't him. Oh, specifically. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> I know That's everyone great. was wondering. <laughs> everyone just was walking around this morning, being like, "But was it Cromwell?" Exactly. Who banned Christmas? I get so many texts in on a daily basis. <laughs> Sophie, thanks so much for coming in and speaking with us about the conspiracy theory that Oliver Cromwell once tried to ban Christmas. You can safely know you know now the truth, and that's what we're all about. Welcome to the Jennifer Zamparelli Show. We'll be back right after this. RTE.